Hello and welcome to The Kosh. I'm your host, Timber Smith, and The Kosh is a podcast that spotlights people who had an association with The Kosh or the surrounding Fox Cities area. Kosh listeners, how are we doing this morning? Um, I'm excited. Well, let's be honest. Anytime I get a chance to sit down with a new guest, I'm always excited. It just is fantastic. It's a beautiful day today. And I've got more to say, but I'm going to hold it for the what in the world is going on segment, because along with it being a beautiful day, there's other things happening right now. If you can't tell, I feel a little congested and, and, and I'm mad about this it, only because it's been going on for a minute, but I don't want to give away too much. And, you know, more importantly, let's get into what's really important. Um, And you know what I'm going to say? I know you know what I'm going to say. I don't know how I get these amazing, amazing guests. So this week's guest is Marianne Radley Wellhouse. Hey, Marianne. Hi, Timber. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing good. Good. Yes. It's a it's a fantastic day. The sun is out. There's good energy. It's a really nice day. It it's is. It's beautiful. Yes. I plan to do a little bit of kicking it. Might do a little park walking, take Bosco, the podcast oh, dog sure. out there. Yes. He, you know, and, and he has come to come find out and be nosy. He's about that life. No ifs, ands, or buts. So you ready to jump in? I sure am. Okay. Mary Ann, what is your connection to the Kosh in the surrounding Fox Cities area? Oh. Timber, my connection to the Kosh is deep. I grew up here. Um, I grew up in a house about three blocks away from where we're sitting right now. So Ooh. it's so nice to be back. Yes, yeah, just saw my mom before I popped over. Um, but I grew up here and I lived here for about 25 years, um, give or take a few you know, years away at college. I spent a summer in New York, but um, I love Oshkosh. It's really nice to be back. I've worked in Oshkosh essentially ever since I graduated from college. So I went to UW-Milwaukee. Came back and went to UW Oshkosh for a couple of years, was really invested in the UWO community. And after that, I worked at the Oshkosh Area United Way, learned oh. about an incredible, you know, all of the amazing things that go on in our community. And from there, I started working at Reach Counseling Services. So I served um, Winnebago County as a sexual assault victim advocate and did a lot of work in Nina and Oshkosh that way. And then for the last three years, I have been with Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin. You really are connected. I am. That's, yeah, that's deep. it's and, really nice. And so, but, um, so did you graduate from UWO? Or I did, did you? Okay. I did. So I you are a Titan. I am, yeah. I finished out my college career there. I was a psych and women's studies, um, well, psych major and women's studies minor. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, we always got to celebrate Titans when we get them. Because, you know, we're a strong Titan community yeah. around here. All right. In uh, family, um, mm-hmm. you, oh. I think you mentioned uh, earlier daughter. Yes. Uh, so my husband and I have a daughter. She's going to be four in October. She's oh, delightful. You're yeah, in the it's, thick of it. So I'm, in, I'm very much in the thick of it. She's incredible. Um, but yeah, three. Twos are great. Let's just, let's be honest. My experience with two there were no real terrible twos. Threes. <laughs> Three is where the challenges have come in. So mm. she's learning about the world. She's learning about herself. She's pushing boundaries. And I mean, let's be honest, she's pushing us too. Yeah. So it's, we're all learning together. She's incredible. She's smart. She's lovely. She'll come up 
throughout the podcast, I'm sure. And then um, my husband, Nick, is a high school science teacher. Oh, yeah. We okay. live in Appleton. All right. In, um, is, does he teach in Appleton? He doesn't. He's in Kakana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Educators in the family. That's always yeah. a good thing. You can't beat that. It's true. All right. Bruh. Um, <laughs> you ready to jump into the first segment? Absolutely. Okay. The first segment is what in the world is going on with? This is where you start with the phrase, what in the world? And tell us what's on your mind. So, Marianne, what's on your mind? Timber, I need to know what in the world is going on with people who don't like goat cheese. Bruh. What? Goat cheese is on my mind this morning. <laughs> we have it stocked in the house for the summer because you know what? It makes a perfect goat cheese arugula and beet salad. Mm. And we're gardeners. So we just had this and I get grief every time I, feel I like roll I've, out goat cheese. I feel like I've just <laughs> learned a whole heck of a lot about you real, right. real easily. You know what's nice is, okay, I'll bring up my daughter once again. She's three she loves goat cheese. She loves arugula. She loves big flavors. So we like to try a lot of different foods in our house. Um, and I have often uttered the phrase, what did we do to deserve goat cheese? Because it's just that good and that oh. important to me. I can't say that I've ever, well, I won't say I've never had it, Okay. but I have not consciously had it anywhere in the recent memory. Okay. So I know where you work. I may just have to pay you a visit Oh, <laughs> with a little um, log of goat cheese. Hey, I'm about that life. Mm -hmm. I will it's never... tangy, it's delicious, it's soft, it's just delightful. Bruh. Facts. Okay. With flavored goat cheese, you know, if you want that, but... Uh, well... Add it, some jam. Here's my thing. Versatile. If it's goat cheese and if the flavor has to do with heat, like if it's a habanero goat you cheese, could do that. I am about that life. Okay. Mm. Well, I feel like this conversation will continue. Okay. Does that... Well, here's the one thing I didn't hear mentioned in any of that. Um, so I'm going to ask, are you a vegetarian? No. No. Mm -mm. Okay. But we do eat... I guess we don't eat a lot of meat. We don't keep it in the house um, so much. We're more, I guess, plant-based, veggie-focused. But um, now that it's summer, we're eating a lot, of from, a lot from the yard. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. And... You grow gardens. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm all about that. I will share my garden with you when we are done oh, with this. Wait. Yes. It's uh, it's ba basically pepper-based. Okay. It's just peppers because timber makes salsa and hot sauce. Okay. And my hot sauce yes. is amazing. Awesome. Kosh listeners, you heard it here. Yeah. I'm just going to talk that smack because it's really that good. Well, can I have a second what in the world is going yeah. on? Oh, yes. With it's your episode. What in the world is going on with two of my tomato plants? We have four. The cherry tomato one just kind of died. Oh. All of a sudden, it just, the ends started shriveling up. Bruh. Um, we got two tomatoes that turned red on it, and by now it should be like flourishing, but they're just it's sad and short. And then the Amish tomato plant, we got blossom rot. So mm. I have a spray to try to... Um, treat that but the beef steaks and the San Marzanos are f doing great they're thriving so I will I will have a good harvest this year okay so if you've got tomato tips um, let me know. plant lots of them mm. I think we've mm -hmm. got I think we've got nine. Oh my gosh really oh, yeah. we have we the four and that's man that's we, more than enough <laughs> we do cherries uh, we do a uh, like the beef eater and yeah. uh, and we do aromas okay well you know each one serves its own purpose it's true. And uh, like I said, we make salsa, so you need a lot of tomatoes. That is very true. All right. My 
what in the world is going on with is what in the world is going on with Wisconsin's bad air quality because of Canada. I don't understand. This is ridiculous. Um, I could see if it was something that went on for maybe like a week, uh, a couple of days, a week, but we're going into weeks into months, right? That's true. And, and I feel it. I legitimately feel it. And like, uh, I feel like there's a haze in the air and it's like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, and I mean, I know it's nothing we can do about it, but we should be able to do something about it. And why is Wisconsin catching it so bad? Yeah. Well, but, and you know, what's funny is we talked about this a little before I, we started recording is I just came back from Canada. We were in Alberta. So we were out West, which did have fires, but I think the worst ones are out East now. And it was funny because we had perfect weather in Canada, Alberta. We were in Banff. It was amazing. And when we flew into Chicago, that's where all the weather was bad. So it was just smog and haze and, you know, like Bruh. you described. Yeah, when we landed, it was just like a thick haze in in Chicago. But coming from where we were, it was fine. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I get it. But I mean, it's I feel like it's at that point that it seriously is affecting like breathing. Yeah, I just agree. Especially if you already breathing. have asthma or are sensitive. Sensitive or general, whatever. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. I found that my breathing has gotten heavier. Yeah. And that sucks. Like you, you, I, breathing is one of those things you seriously take for granted. Absolutely. Like, because is. you just yes. start doing it all the time and it all seems good until there's some, something that makes it problematic. And then you're like, oh, this is usually so easy. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And now I've become kind of hyper aware. Like mm -hmm. when I get up in the morning and I'm paying attention to it and I'm just like, man, how are they going to fix this? It can it get yeah. fixed. You know, I mean, it has to. I mean, is there like some huge um, super fan that we can put and blow it back? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, yeah. You know. you know, I guess I don't even know where the fires all are, but they got to they got to be contained at some point. Here's hoping. Right. Our neighbors to the north are doing fine and are healthy. But yeah, it's been rough for a lot of us. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not it's not the most horrible thing. But it is something, it's noticeable enough, yep. and it is affecting lifestyle. Absolutely. So so that's my what in the world is going that's on fair. with. That's fair. Um, next segment is word association. Uh, word association is where I'm going to say a word, and you tell us whatever is on your mind. Uh, and there's one word we always, always start with. It is the unifying word. It's the word that we all gather around it brings us together it is the great word known as food oh, food food so i had to rein myself in when we were talking about tomatoes because my food association is gardens oh. we're gardeners so a lot of our food right now is coming from the garden and it is so satisfying um we have like i said we have a lot of tomatoes those obviously are not ripe yet but we've been having a lot of kale and arugula salads some lettuce in there. We just harvested our beets. So we made that. Um, last year, I learned how to can as well. Ah. Because I just like, yeah, you can freeze stuff, but 
feel like it changes the composition. It changes the texture, especially of a tomato where they're soft. So I learned to can. And um, my story that I was so excited about a couple weeks ago, I had brought up a few jars of canned tomatoes that I grew last year. I canned last year. I made a homemade pizza sauce with them from herbs we're growing this year, made some homemade pizza dough, put the sauce on my dough, threw some kale and arugula from the garden on there. Like it was just a homegrown pizza. Like, man, it just felt so good, Timber. That actually sounds <laughs> kind of tasty. It was great. It was a delicious pizza. Like the satisfaction of knowing that it all came from your garden and your house and you're like, you made it. All right. It's like a really, really good feeling. Now I got to ask the question. Yeah. Do you make these pizzas with goat cheese? Hell yeah. You do? I do. Okay. I actually didn't think that was yeah. going to be the answer. Um, <laughs> A lot of times, a lot of times when it's pizza night, if I'm going to be like, well, let's just make a pizza dough. It's like, well, let's just see what we need to get out of the fridge, right? Like, oh, we have this cheese left over and um, we can use up these bell peppers. But yeah, goat cheese is like... Oh, so good on pizza. So we're talking about a goat cheese arugula oh, yeah. pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in. Okay. I'm just going to say I'm in. I need to try this. Because it does sound kind of tasty. It is. All right. Fantastic. Next word. Um, cocktail or beer? Yes. Facts. <laughs> so my um, my husband and my father-in-law and I are very into craft beers. I know a lot of people are very into craft beers, but it's like just something that is um, it's kind of a ritual for us. We'll get together often. We see our in- my in-laws a lot and we'll just bust out, you know, can after can and just sip. It's kind of like a little beer fest um, and we just taste different things. They like much heavier ones than I do. I'm more of a stout or a sour or a I'm just now getting into IPAs, so that's kind of nice, too, to have more options. But craft beer is great, but I've also been getting into gin lately. Ooh. Gin has never been a thing I reached for, um, but now I'm into gin and also Irish whiskey. Mm. So <laughs> I don't drink that much, but I like to have a versatile um, palette. Palette, Yeah, we've got a great little bar cart. I love to make cocktails. Just fun. You can put the herbs from the garden in the cocktails too, Timber. It's all it's, connected. We oh have, no, this yeah. is true. Yeah. Like if you grow some mint. Yes. Uh, yes. I was just having this conversation in a prior episode about the summer cocktail. What is the great mm. summer cocktail? And my great summer cocktail is cucumber vodka with a lemonade with fresh mint. Oh, that sounds great. It, it that sounds refreshing. Actually, it will blow you away. Yeah. Yes. My husband doesn't like mint. No? He says it's poison. Oh. Another thing I, what in the world? What in the world? Yeah, what so we don't, we don't do a lot with mint. Can't um, do but that mint. sounds great. All right. That sounds great. Concert. Timber, I was one of the lucky ones to get a Taylor Swift concert. What? Tickets. I went in Chicago. Shout out to my friend Alex. Um, Alex and their wife got a lot of tickets. They were the chosen ones, and they graciously offered me an extra. And oh. so I got to... To get down to Chicago, I took the I drove to Milwaukee. I took the train into into Chicago. I walked to my hotel. I walked to Soldier Field. It was a marathon, but it was worth it. It was an incredible show. So it was worth it all. So worth it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And I did not actually end up having to pay like you know two thousand dollars for a ticket. It was just the normal ticket price. So you, really grateful. Really lucked out. You might be one of the first people I've met that have gone to the Taylor mm. Swift concert. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. What did, what concert did you have you gone to prior to? 
Do you, you, you want to know the last one I went to last yes, summer? Yes, I'm, I'm curious. Um, well, actually, my girlfriend and I saw the Goo Goo Dolls when they came to the PAC. Okay. That was nice. The Goo Goo Dolls are just a nostalgia thing. They were at UW Oshkosh when I was 14 and I went. So it was like, oh, I'm 14 and now I'm 38 or however Bruh. old I was. It was really sweet. <laughs> but before that, Timber, this is just, <laughs> I saw the new kids on the block in Milwaukee. <laughs> oh. I know you know. I love them so much. <laughs> I know multiple people that anytime they come into the region, they go to that show. Oh. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but. Those fans are loyal fans. It's true. Yeah. So my sweet story from this last show, my girlfriend and I, it's like each year we go when they tour like every other year and we've gotten like progressively better and better seats. And this year we were on the floor. And so when I was, when I was like seven, mm. my, my mom had bought me the new kids VHS tapes and I would sit in my living room and I would watch them and I made a sign that said, I hurt Jordan and I would hold it up because I'm a Jordan girl. This year, I got a selfie with him. So oh, it was like full circle, like full, 35 years in the making. Full circle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was worth it. It was wonderful. I love them. It's the nostalgia. It's so much fun. It's. I love that you made a reference to things that there are 20 year, 20 year olds who are saying, what's a VHS tape? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Do we have to like have a sidebar and explain <laughs> that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dating myself here for sure. No, that's just keeping it 100. Mm -hmm. Streaming. Not a lot. Um, aforementioned daughter wakes up early and stays up late. So I don't get a chance to um, watch or listen to a lot. I watched, well, you know what we watched? We were on vacation, so we had the time. And we watched Beef on Netflix. Have you watched it? No, what's it about? So Beef is, it starts with this road rage incident between two people who do not know each other. And... Then it just dives into where these two people are in their lives and why and what led to them being so stressed out. They had this encounter. And then from that, that road rage incident just spirals into wild scenarios and connections and drama. And it's intense, but it's funny. It's on Netflix. I, I recommend it. Ellie Wong is the main um, character. Oh, well, I love her. Yeah, she was incredible. So I highly recommend it. Okay, beef. Yeah, beef. I have not heard about beef, but um, I am. I'm in the process of looking for something. I just got done watching The Wire. Okay, and um, got it had five seasons, and um, I and I've always heard how amazing this show is. It's won awards, and people really talk about it. And even officers are like, "Look, this is the one police show like it's kind of legitimate." Okay, right. And so I was like, "Okay, let me check this out." And it was everything people said it was. Um, but I binged my five seasons over the course of about two weeks. That's a good binge. Well, you know. Yeah. And now I'm done. So now I got to find the next thing. And see, I always have these lulls where yes. finding the next thing is hard. It is. It's, right? It seems that there's unlimited options, but yet so hard to choose. Well, I'm kind of leaving myself open because Murders in the Building is supposed to be coming back soon. And that is like a gift. Have you have never seen never that one? Never saw it, no. Oh, it's on Hulu with okay. Steve Martin and Martin Short okay. and um, Selena Gomez. And it's about a podcast where murders are happening and they're reporting on the murders on the podcast. And okay. it's just hilarious. I'm going to throw that one at you. Okay, thank you. Um, shop local. I have so many recommendations. Go. The listeners are having, like, I hope they have their pen and pencil out. So I am so lucky to know so many talented people, and I'm going to give them all shout-outs right now. Um, yeah. 
Thunderbird Bakery here in Oshkosh. Facts. I've known Liz since preschool. Shout out Liz. Her and her husband are doing great things. You know they got an episode. I'm sure. Good. Yeah. Yes. I didn't see that when I was scrolling, but... And I'm going to have to go, and that's going to be my next streaming thing. I'm listening to the Kosh. There you go. <laughs> yes. Bruh. Kindred Bake Shop. She's a friend of mine out of, um, I think she she lives in Kakana, but she does the Fox Valley. So her cakes are incredible. Look her up on Instagram, Kindred Bake Shop. She's so talented. She's made my daughter's birthday cakes. They're just so lovely. So if you have a sweet tooth, she's where you want to go. Uh, Stone and Stems, my friend Jamie. She's a ceramicist. Ooh. And also just started um, growing really big and beautiful gardens. And you can find her at uh, the farmer's markets. So she sells pots and mugs and beautiful things. And then Ashkosh Co-op, of course, since we're here, I'm going to give a shout out. I love stopping there whenever I'm around. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Eco Candle has a place in my heart. I used to work there when they had their little tiny shop down here in town. They're in Appleton now. Um, Acre Vintage is somewhere I spend a lot of money. They're an Instagram account, but also have a brick and mortar shop in Nina. They just have wonderful and lovely vintage clothes, which is really um, important to me because I try really hard not to buy new. I try to shop secondhand, so they make it really easy for me to do that. I do too, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like good for the environment. It can be good for your wallet. It's just important um, to me. So, and then... My friend TJ with Task Casket. TJ's an incredible person. Do you know TJ? Oh, yeah. No, I love TJ. So TJ has an incredible cleaning service. They'll come to your house. They'll clean your oven. They cleaned my oven. They'll organize your stuff. They're really an incredible individual. Do a lot of good for the community, too. So have to shout out TJ. TJ's got an, an energy that is undying. Oh, isn't that isn't that true? It's the facts. Yeah, 100 all right. Well, you know, here's the cool thing. The one thing about the Kosh is even though you did list a nice and amazing list of shop local uh, opportunities, we will have, hopefully, we will have links in the podcast notes to those so you Great. can find them all. Good. All right. Um, diversity. Yeah. Something I think a lot about. Um, in my, you know, in all like my professional jobs I've had since college, we've always had the, the DEI initiatives. And those always went um, how they went, right? It's hard to bring that into work. And um, I've done a lot of learning on my own, you know, about how you can be a better ally, how you can show up um, as a white woman, how I can reduce the harm that I can cause in that position. Um, And then also as a mother now. So how do I have these conversations with my daughter when she's young and just start to normalize those conversations when she's little and about representation and about people who are different from us? So what we've started to get are these books called um, A Little Book About, and then they're all kinds of different topics, mm. and they're really lovely. There's ones, um, A Little Book About Racism, and we read that sometimes, and so she understands that, I mean, it just comes out, it says, racism is bad, you know, so it just starts like at the, <laughs> at a level, the three-year-old. <laughs> right, just the baseline. Yes, right. 100%, so like. If anything, you know, learn this right now and that, you know, some people have darker skin and some people have lighter skin and that's all fine and everyone is wonderful and lovely. So just starting at an age where she can kind of slowly start to understand that these are concepts that we can talk about and if she has questions that it's okay and it's not something we're going to ignore or tell her to not talk about. So just trying the best we can to plant that seed and open those conversations when she's little. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, the importance of uh, 
talking to your kids about these things. Yeah. I can't like, that's amazing to me that you're, you're already starting at that age. Um, when so many never have the conversations. I never had the conversations yeah. growing up. Come on. Mm. And I think, and not that that's, I, I'm not blaming anything on that. I just think that's about, it's hard to talk about things you may not fully understand mm-hmm. yourself because no one probably had those conversations with your parents. And that's what I see a lot about like people that are parenting in my generation is trying to undo and do better uh, than our parents did. And not that that's any fault of their own, right? Because right. we've got generations of <laughs> kind of like silencing, right? Like generations of different um, biases, generations of different, I don't know, generations. I mean, my just thinking about how my grandparents and my parents were like, I don't think those were conversations that were being had. So just trying to do things a little bit differently. Oh no. I think the yeah. old school doesn't talk about many things. Uh, no, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's not just my family. That's <laughs> no, that's, that's generational. Mm-hmm. You got it. Community. I love community. Um, I have been so lucky to do so much work that has put me at a really um, just like instrumental role in my communities throughout the years. So when I was at Reach, just deep diving into sexual assault work and working with um, victims and families and survivors and women and men and kids um, and being able to go to different places and do outreach and have conversations with people. And now I'm doing the same thing with Planned Parenthood. So um, getting to go out there and these are not easy conversations for people to have, right? Like sometimes I have to step back and think like, oh, I have made my professional career out of having like really hard chats with a lot of different people um, talking about sexual abuse and talking about um, reproductive health and things like that. So um, being visible in the community in the ways that I've been able to have just made me feel really fortunate. And I've gotten to meet so many awesome people as a result. And you're probably talking to people at their most vulnerable, uh, at a a really vulnerable point. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's powerful. Yeah. At a vulnerable time. Absolutely. And then sometimes at a time where they are like, I'm ready to get involved. I'm ready to, st- I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to share my story. You know, whether that have been, you know, at any time with throughout my career, whatever I was doing, um, you get to see that transformation almost. It's great. That's powerful. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move into our next segment and the next segment is called the Kosh hidden gems. And this is your opportunity to share a hidden gem that's here in the Kosh or in the surrounding Fox cities area. Um, and the thing is, it could be something that everybody knows about, but maybe they don't know this detail about it or something that they offer, or maybe it's something a lot of people don't know about. So what do you got? So I thought about this question a lot because I'm like, man, I spent the first 25 years of my life really like here. What do I, what do I have? And what I just kept coming back to was the waterfront. Like how incredible is it that Oshkosh is this community that has so much wonderful waterfront space. Facts. And I think that there's <laughs> probably still a lot of debate about how the city uses it or doesn't use the waterfront and how they maximize it. But um, I just, you know, remember thinking like when I was in middle school, I would ride my bike out to the point um, like in Menominee Park, just take it out the trail out as long as I could and just hang out out there like surrounded by the water and just thinking about how incredible it is that we have this beauty right here in Oshkosh, so much water, so much, um, yeah, so much space to enjoy nature here in just this little town. That's true. Yeah. Um, There's more restaurants popping up and I think something's happening with where the Pioneer Inn used to be. I'm not really sure what's going on over there, but that was always such a cool spot to go back into too. Like 
it feels hidden. You know, it feels like there's not a lot that goes back there. So when you're back there, it kind of feels like a secret or something. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're building anything on there. I heard there was some structural challenges maybe with trying to build yeah. on it. Um, but it is great. And you're right. Um, just I do feel like the city's doing a great job of starting to really take advantage of like our riverfront, yeah. our riverfront, lakefront, um, and just creating these paths where you can walk. And yeah, like uh, it definitely feels like we're now aware. Yeah, I agree. And like we value it and we're really trying to maximize it. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. All right. Next, what's the cash need? Oh man, I guess um going off of that last um last comment is just to maximize that and appreciate what we have here. Um we you know, you don't have a lot of places that you can go and be surrounded by the water and like incredible natural things and the history of Oshkosh too is something I think I've been more interested in learning about since I um, haven't lived here anymore. So when I'm down, um, I like to go to the Oshkosh Public Museum. I like to go, I just went to the Paint Art Center for the Rodan exhibit um, a week or two ago with a girlfriend. So just having like these resources that are rich in information is something that's really incredible to have and for people to just explore that more. Yeah, I need to, I don't know if Oshkosh really has something to like really dive into the history of the city and how it's evolved. Like, um, you know, now that I work in Appleton, Appleton has two museums, one on each side of the block when mm. the historic, but one is just strictly about Appleton. And I've gone, I've had, I've been lucky enough to be invited in and to get tours and uh, sit with the curators and stuff. And like, they're so proud of their history and like all of this stuff that happened and there's, there's exhibits about it and, and, and exclamations on things that were created out of Appleton and how it is, how Appleton became Appleton of today. And I don't know if we have that in Oshkosh the same way, but to be fair, cause it just might be my ignorance. I have not gone to the Oshkosh museum in, I don't know, ever yeah you gotta go it's great um the library has a lot of information about that too a lot of displays i think and also i've been living in appleton for nine years and i have not been to that museum oh. so now i'm gonna have to make that a point you need to go i do yes okay i like that now on to what is slowly but surely becoming one of my favorite segments here on the cash and that is story time this is your opportunity to share a story, any story, with the Kosh listeners. So I'm lucky enough to have one that came up this morning. Oh. Um, I didn't have to dig, dig too deep for this um, because it was just a moment I had this morning driving down to Oshkosh with my daughter. I mentioned she'll be, she's three and a half, she'll be four in October. And um, just the way they view things differently than we do after we've, you know, been through life a little bit longer than they have. And um, so we're driving, we're driving down College Avenue and I'm getting ready to merge onto the highway and we're going up the on-ramp and I was behind this, it wasn't a semi, but it was like one of those long trucks with like the cylinder metal situation on the back. So it was a big truck. It was a heavy truck. It was going really slow. And I'm like, okay. I'm behind this truck. We're merging. We're going slow. And all of a sudden I hear Maeve in the background go, oh, look at how beautiful that truck is. And I was like, 
what what do you like about it? And she goes, look at the circles or look at the little dots around it. Because there were these little, I don't know if they were like structural or if it was decorative, but just I, your listeners can't, can't see me. I'm making yeah, <laughs> a circle yeah, motion she, with my hands. Yeah, she, she's drawing this <laughs> am, out for I me am. right now. Um, there were these, I don't know if they were like some kind of a decorative detail or if it was just like a structural component of this truck, but she liked the circles and she said, look at how beautiful that truck is. And I was like, yes, Maeve, that truck is beautiful. And I'm going to go with that. (laughs) I'm going to go with that three and a half year old wisdom right now. Perspective shift. It was fantastic. Facts. She's so lovely. She'll point stuff like that out all the time. Oh, look at how beautiful this is. She's a really sweet kid. Hey. Yeah. Maybe a future artist. Perhaps. She is. um, She seems theatrical. She likes to sing. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll see what we need to, like, hone in on when she gets a little older. Well, you know, she's not the first person to think that some trucks are beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) There are some truck lovers out there. That is true. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Did you know there are children in the Fox Valley in need of hearing aids, but their parents struggle to provide them because of lack of insurance or high copays? I am Juliette Sturkins, audiologist and board member of Here in the Fox Cities, and proud that this small local nonprofit organization has helped fund hearing aids for some 30 kids. Your donation would help more children here. Visit hereinthefoxcities.org to learn more and to see their smiles. Every child deserves to hear. Okay, we're back, and it's that time of the show. Love it. Every single time. It is time for the topic of the week. And the topic of the week, 99.9% of the time is chosen by our guest. So, Marianne, what's our topic of the week? Well, I'm here representing Planned Parenthood of Wisconsin as the um, Northeast Regional Coordinator in the the, um, Public Affairs Department. So, I want to talk about what's going on with Planned Parenthood. Okay. Mostly in Wisconsin, because that's where I do my work. Let's go. So... <clears throat> what isn't going on with Planned Parenthood? We've had a busy year, kind of a crazy, tumultuous year. And Bruh. I'm going to assume that a lot of the folks listening kind of are up to speed on what's happening, but it's kind of confusing too. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about some things that I know and break things down about where we're at. So last year, um, a decision by the Supreme Court called Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health was delivered um, that essentially overturned Roe v. Wade, which was the only thing protecting abortion access here in Wisconsin. So we had to indefinitely suspend services. Um, We've been working hard to get folks where they need to go if they do need abortion care. Um, And we've been also working hard to try to get that access reinstated in Wisconsin. Um, So last week, we did have a decision come down from Dane County Circuit Court that decided to allow um, Attorney Josh Call, Attorney General Josh Call's lawsuit that challenged the legality of this 1949 abortion ban, which is why we're in the position we're in, because the way that some folks interpreted this law or want to interpret this law is that Roe was the only thing keeping that 1849 ban 
kind of at bay, like not enforceable. But now that Roe is gone, um, we kind of have to uh, do our work as though that is the law. So that's a little backstory there. Um, but Josh Call has challenged that um, notion that this ban is still enforceable. And last week, a Dane County Circuit Court judge decided that that, um, that challenge can continue. So that's great news for folks um, in our field, in our world, that support access to reproductive care without barriers. So um, we're just going to kind of wait and see where that goes. But what it means right now is things can move forward with that challenge. There's, I always feel like there's a huge misunderstanding about uh, the services that Planned Parenthood offers. Um, they, it's spoken about in this really narrow scope, but there's so much more that they do. Can Agreed. you share a little bit? Absolutely, I can. So um, one important note is that none of our health centers closed um, when this decision came down last year, when Dobbs you know, took away Roe and um, effectively our access to abortion care here in Wisconsin. So we have 22 health centers across the state. We have one here in Oshkosh. It's over on Kohler by the movie theater. And then um, Appleton and Green Bay are, are, are our other Fox City, Northeast region, so to speak, um, clinic locations. So we do a ton of stuff at Planned Parenthood. We um, offer your, you know, well women exams, your annual exams just um, for your checkup. We prescribe birth control. We do HIV testing. We do pregnancy testing. We do um, sexually transmitted infection testing and treatment. We also do a lot of cancer screenings, which um, oh. is really important. Yeah, information. So breast cancer, testicular cancer, um, life-saving health care. You know, we're a lot of people's, go people, um, a lot of their go-to a lot of um, folks come to us for their main, you know, source of health care. We're their clinic. So um, we can serve folks who are uninsured or underinsured or people with just like traditional um, insurance. You know, we do bill insurance. And I think sometimes folks don't think we um, do or that we can, but we absolutely can. So if you want us to be your provider, come and see us. Um, you can get an appointment online. You can call. But two of... Our newest services, which we're super excited to offer, are um, first our gender-affirming hormone therapy. So for our trans and non-binary um, community members who, you know, previously were having to go to Chicago or somewhere further away to access this kind of care, we um, are, are currently offering it at our La Crosse and Eau Claire health centers in person. Um, that's our kind of our pilot sites, and I know the um, plan is to offer it statewide. Um, in person. However, people can access that service um, from any of our health centers via telehealth. So we can kind of work, you know, in conjunction with your provider for your labs or whatever kind of information we might need, but still work to get you that care um, wherever you live in Wisconsin. I also think that um, the public, I'm the public too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that as if, um, that we actually don't know and realize how many people actually utilize the services. I agree. Yeah, I don't have numbers for you right now, um, like generally, but I can tell you that in we started offering gender affirming um, hormone therapy in October of 2020, and uh, I don't remember when it like if this was six months ago that I got this figure, but we've seen over like 1,500 unique patients for that service alone in that time. So people have been out there looking for these options and resources, and now they have more um, options and resources to take advantage of at Planned Parenthood. So that's really wonderful. Well, I think it's uh, also the fact that um, I think Planned Parenthood 
is a trusted brand. I agree. So if you don't, these are all sensitive things. And if you don't know where else to go, um, Planned Parenthood to me represents safety. Um, and there's something to really be said about that, especially when you're talking about sexual anything yeah. for one, yeah. um, testing, um, um, prevention as far as, um, um, birth control, whatever it is, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it all Planned Parenthood to me says I can go there. I'm not going to be judged and it feels safe. I love that so much. Thank you for saying that because I agree. Um, we strive to be that trusted, non-judgmental, compassionate, safe space for folks, no matter what they're walking in with, because you're right. This stuff is hard to talk about. Talk about changing conversations and generations of (laughs) silence around certain sticky topics. Like this is one of them. So people don't often know where they can go or don't have anyone in their lives that they can talk to about, you know, oh my goodness, I just found out I'm pregnant or, oh my gosh, I think I might have an STI, a sexually transmitted infection. Um, I know I can go to Planned Parenthood and they can help me, you know, navigate what my choices are. So thank you. I agree. And um, we work really hard to try to make that um, that that safe space in our communities. Where else? So um, there's and there's a location here in Oshkosh. Mm-hmm. There's a location in Appleton. Is there anywhere else in the Fox Cities region where there's locations that people can go to so not fox cities proper but yeah so there's oshkosh appleton green bay and then in this part of the state we have a center in sheboygan and manitowoc i think there's one in stevens point but that's getting a little bit further west um and then otherwise we're all pretty stevens point and southern um Eau Claire and La Crosse on the west side of the state and then there's a sev- there's several clinics in like the madison and milwaukee area is there ways let's say we have somebody who's listening and they're thinking what a great organization um particularly right now in this uh hyper partisan political environment i'd like to get involved in some kind of way is there a way for people to get involved without actually working for planned parenthood absolutely there is so we have a lot of ways for folks to get involved um so i'm the public affairs regional coordinator so as part of my work i just work to make connections with community agencies and individuals in my region. So that's like Oshkosh to Green Bay, who wants to do what? And everyone has a different skill set or different interests, right? So um, one of the things we're doing this summer is canvassing. So we're just doing healthy neighborhood canvases, which is a pretty, um, and I mean, I, I want to say easy because it's not like necessarily a political um, canvas. We're not going and um, knocking doors and asking people to vote for certain folks. We are going to doors that um, are people we know are Planned Parenthood supporters. So we know when we knock on their door, we're going to be more likely than not well received. And that has been our experience so far. And then we just, we knock and we say, hey, it's been a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned. How are you doing? And just open up a conversation like that. And it's been incredible, the response that we've gotten. Like the conversations we've had, we've gotten to have with people in our regions has been, I mean, just incredible. Like when you give folks that invitation and opportunity to just have these conversations that they may not be having with their friends or their family members, but they feel strongly. Um, one of my favorite stories to share. So I did my first Healthy Neighborhood, healthy neighborhood Canvas in Appleton um, in 
in June. And it was my first time canvassing as well. So I was like a little nervous, but I had a really great person I was walking around with. And the first house we walked up to had um, a couple bins in her front yard. And it said, there was a sign that said that these bins had snacks and bottles of water for anyone that happened to be walking by that needed to take a snack or a bottle of water. And I was like, oh man, people that support us are so great. Like, I just love these folks I get to work with. Oh yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. It really was. So, you know, you have the initial, the initial chat, like, how are you doing? How's this last year been for you? How does that, how does it feel? You know? And then, um, we are also talking about just a little bit of ways that we can help. Um, our legislators know that this is important to us too. So, you know, there's the restore row act, um, that's being talked about. And we just want, um, to get awareness out about that too, so that we can ensure that Wisconsinites can have access to reproductive care, including abortion care. How, has the conversation or even the environment shifted since that decision? Yeah. So, well, were you downtown for uh, that rally last year? <laughs> you um, know about it. <laughs> uh, let's just say I I, I was in I was involved, but from a more of a I I had to higher talk, level uh, bird's yeah, eye view <laughs> a a uh, work working aspect mm-hmm. is what I will call it. I got you. So people came out, people showed up for that. And I think that's kind of what we've seen since is people are like, screw this. I'm not staying quiet anymore about these things that are important to me. And that may be a little bit of what I don't want to say got us here in the first place, because it's not one just one thing, but we were good, right? Like we were good for a while. We had this access to care And um, then things changed and people were like, oh my gosh, they started to speak up. They started to reach out. They started to get involved. They started to tell their stories and it's been really wonderful. I don't know about you, but the one thing I know about uh, people that live in this country is uh, they do not like rights taken (laughs) from them. Yeah. Things that they don't like anything taken from them. If If they used to have it. They want to keep it mm-hmm. no matter what it is. That's, you know, that is, we could deep dive into that for sure. You're right. And then, so I, when I heard this go down, my alarms went off thinking, mm-hmm. oh, that's a losing fight. It has been for a lot of people. I think in some ways it's backfired for, you know, folks in power that thought more people would be down with this decision yeah, and that no. isn't the way it went. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And just think even people that disagree at the end of the day, no one wants something taken from them that they used to have access to. Yep, you know, and that's absolutely right. We know that something like 7 out of 10 Americans support having access to abortion even if, you know, you it's understandably a hard topic for some folks to talk about and absolutely. for some people to wrap their heads around and that's fine and we recognize that. We do. Um but I think there's that level of nuance you just have to bring with you to know what decision you would maybe make for yourself. Um, and then to know that other people have to have that same right, that same agency to make whatever choice is better for them for whatever reason. And that that's valid. Facts. Facts. Okay. I so, forgot one more service we started offering. Oh, let's go. Uh, I forgot to let um, to list this right after gender affirming care. Um, this past spring, we started offering vasectomy services. 
What? Yeah, in just our Water Street Clinic in Milwaukee. Um, but we're doing it with um, in partnership with Freightert, I believe. And um, some physicians are coming two days a month to provide this care. Um, so speaking of folks stepping up, you know, folks that... <laughs> can get this um get this service have um been reaching out and we've been pretty booked with it it's my understanding so oh well i could see that yeah i could see that it's been good it's been good um especially during march madness time <laughs> yeah i don't know if you knew about that statistic i don't know if i do <laughs> a, that um the most uh vasectomies are done during mm. march madness okay i get so, it i'm on i'm on board yep <laughs> Right, because yes. you're not moving around. That is true. You got to sit. You got to sit. You got to sit. Might as well sit and watch the game. That is so funny. I love that. It's just true. That's smart. It is. It, <laughs> there are a lot planned around yeah. that time. All right. Are there? Okay. Before we wrap up this segment, um, is there any last things you want to share with the Kosh listeners on that topic? Yes. Um, well, I would say get in touch with me if you do want to hang, um, if you do want to learn more, if you want to just have a chat, if you want to learn more about opportunities. Can my email address be tagged in the yeah. notes? We Absolutely. can do that. Look, okay. you, you control the notes. Whatever right. you send okay. me to put in them, I'm going to put I in will, them. I will make some notes. So look, yeah. up our pod, look up the podcast, look up this episode. Um, I just really like to get in touch with folks and talk about things. So. All right, so yeah. you're you're offering to have conversation. I am, yeah. Okay, that's you know what that's the best offer, um, accessibility. One hundred percent. I love it's it. It's important. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, and we are going to start winding down now. Kosh listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for giving us your minds. Um, thank you for listening. Um, you know we're a work in progress. We're always trying to improve. Um, I think we're doing some amazing things. We're sharing We're sharing voice. We're letting you know who's in our community. We're letting you know about services. And then we're also hoping that you take these conversations and find ways to engage and connect. Um, it feels special. And I can tell you, uh, you may not all know, but there's some really amazing connections that have happened through the cash um, and the communities and things that are moving forward because people have listened to an episode and have met people. So it's pretty sweet. Um, once again, please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, our email is askthekosh at gmail.com. Once again, that is askthekosh at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know how we can improve. Um, let us know if you'd like to be a guest or if you've got a recommendation for a guest. Um, also, Kosh listeners, here's my ask of you. Um, if you're enjoying the show, please tell your friends, family, co-workers, colleagues, whoever it is about it. And uh, have them listen to uh, episodes that, uh, that represent them or episodes that relate to things going on with them. Also, take the time, leave us a review. Super, super important. We need all the reviews we can get, good, bad, or indifferent. And also, there's one more thing, and I'm totally going to space it besides the review. Oh, subscribe. Please subscribe. Okay. Thank you, 
And now on to what is truly my favorite part of the show. It is shout out time. Okay, Marianne, what you got? So I'm thinking about this as I sit here and thinking, hmm, who would have I not already given a shout out to? You can you can shout out twice. It's hey, not like it's a bad thing. Go um revisit the part where I gave all my shop small shout outs because those are all truly incredible folks. But I also want to give just a big shout out to my former place of employment, Reach Counseling. Um I've been gone for three years, but I remain in touch with them and they're doing incredible things. They've recently expanded to um, not only serve Winnebago, but Outagamie and Calumet counties as well. Yes. And are just continuing to provide such excellent care for sexual assault survivors. So I think they're sharing space with an organization in Appleton, they right? They are. They yes. are up in um, the Richmond Terrace building with Diverse and Resilient, another incredible org. So yes. they are also an anti-violence agency that works um, specifically catering to the LGBTQ plus community. So, I mean, these are just some agencies that are doing really wonderful things, really important work again for people who may have nowhere else to go, who have no idea where to turn. Um, so shout out to them. You know, that work is hard. I did it for a long time and I'm just really glad to see that folks are carrying on and continuing doing it and serving the community in such wonderful ways. Yes. Yes. Wait, that was it. You didn't have no more shout outs. Man, I don't know. Hey, I like it. Well, I'm, Hey, Okay, so my shout outs this week, I want to give a shout out to Andy. Um, Andy's our new communications uh, executive uh, for the city of Appleton and has quickly become my partner in crime in many things. Uh, hey, Andy, I appreciate you. Just want you to know. Um, shout out to, you know, we have kicked off a new podcast. Uh, we have ventured out and actually... Um, Got the city of Appleton, uh, particularly uh, my boss, to allow us to do a podcast called Appleton Engaged. And Appleton Engaged is a podcast where we are sharing the resources that are in the Fox Cities region. Often it's not that we don't have the resources that can help people in need. Um, it's just that we don't know about them. So this is our way of kind of actually done through the city of Appleton um, to let people know uh, a centralized audio hub of these resources and who do you reach out to? So these are familiar The after you listen to an episode, they will now become familiar contact points and you'll understand more about what these organizations offer and uh, they do. So it seems it's a unique opportunity. We think it's pretty special, um, something different to offer from a local government aspect. Um, so thank you there. Uh, thank you to Martha Franco. Um, you know, girl. And a uh, big shout out to my man, Dan Weber. Um, yeah, just a great man. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, big shout out to Dr. Yarborough and Dr. Ponder over at Lawrence. Uh, I had a great meeting with them. Um, I just think there's amazing things to come out of that particular uh, higher ed institution. Um, I'm really enjoying their leadership and the direction that they're taking things. Um, big shout out to Matt and Andy over at the History Museum at the Castle. I got an opportunity. I was invited in to tour it, and it is cool. It's an old Masonic temple, and there's all, I'm just going to leave it at, go check it 
out and it has an amazing Houdini um, display because, you know, Appleton, they, they, they go Houdini hardcore. Love Houdini and Appleton. They do. <laughs> it's true. And my last shout outs go to my sister, Tiff, um, her husband, Matt, my niece, Zuri, and the Runyons. Uh, we got an opportunity. Uh, last week was the free Veterans Day um, at the zoo. So we all went to the zoo as one big group. Uh, it was about 10 of us. Um, and it was just fantastic. I don't care what age you are or how long it's been. If you haven't gone to the Milwaukee uh, County Zoo in a long time, go down there and just have nostalgia. Or just check it out if it's your first time. But it is an amazing zoo. Um, it was just cool. Um, and then we had some amazing Mexican after which. At the end of the day, no matter what you do, if you have tacos when you're done, it makes everything better. It's true. Just facts. And always, yeah. Always. Okay. Timber, I thought of two more shout outs. Oh, let's go. Mm. Okay, so um, have you heard of the Monthlies Project? Um. I think I it's more think so. focused. Well, I shouldn't even say that. I was going to say it's focused more up in Appleton, but I don't even know if that's necessarily true. So um, a couple women I know are really involved in this project called the Monthlies Project. I went to their fundraiser last year, their kind of inaugural kickoff thing. And it's an initiative to get menstrual products in all the K through 12 schools. I do know yes. about this. And yes. uh, they're at the library in Appleton too. The response to this project has been incredible because this is really important, um, especially for young folks and um, families who just maybe cutting it pretty close, you know, at the end of the month. Right. So to have these, um, these resources available for um, young people who have their periods and don't have to, you know, try and, makeshift something just to try to get through that time of the month every month. It's really an incredible project. So they are doing incredible things. They are building wonderful partnerships and have really expanded their reach across, um, I think bigger than they thought they would get in such a short time. So they are having, um, their another fundraiser, I think in October as well. So check them out. I'm sure they've got like a Facebook page an Instagram page, a website, but they're doing really great work. And um, I would be remiss if I did not shout out the fact my mother is retiring in August. What? Good for Sherry. She's finally doing it. She has been working at the hospital Mercy since she was like 17. Wow. So she has put in her time. Yes, she has. And I am super psyched for her. I hope she just does whatever she wants to do. I think she might. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're going to help with that. Absolutely. And yeah. I sure I'm sure um some of that will be spending time with my daughter too. So that's great. Oh. Um but yeah, she's a great great grandma, great mama, great mama and uh has a big heart, so I'm glad she's doing this for herself. All right. There's one thing left to do. And you've got choices. So this is our multiple choice. So you can A share some parting words of wisdom with the Kosh listeners. B Tell us, what would yourself today tell your 12-year-old self? Or C, both, all of the above. Where do you want to go? Amazing. Um, I'm going to go with first some words of wisdom. So I'm thinking about all the conversations that I talked about, you know, the conversations that I get to have in the community with people I meet in different parts of their lives and different things they're navigating. And one of, um, I think this would also be a, 
lesser known part of the work that I do is that we really do a lot of internal staff training on um, just how to have hard conversations because we want our staff to be prepared with some of the situations they might come into, you know, I've always been really fortunate that like, Hey, I work at Planned Parenthood and people are like, awesome. I love that. Thank you. But not every, not everyone has that reaction, you know, not everyone responds in that way. Um, so we really, um, work to prepare our staff with tools to have hard conversations and ways to stay grounded when people might really challenge what values you have and what values you hold. And, you know, when, when someone else feels that their values are being challenged. So I guess what my parting words of wisdom in this, um, tangent are is to just feel free to have conversations instead of engage in debate and don't always try to be right and win, but come from a place of curiosity and listening to what the other person has to say, because we, I think we touched on this earlier. I think we all are a little bit more similar than um, we believe, because I think that there's a lot of um, attention and the people on the, on the, (laughs) the far out ends they make a lot of noise. And I think that the vast majority of us are more similar than we think. So talk to one another, have these chats, um, get curious about where the other person is coming from. And instead of trying to win, just be present and listen. Mm. Okay. Parting words of wisdom. Powerful. All right, Marianne, what'd you think? I had a blast. Thank you so much for bringing me on. Facts. This was great. Mm, the cash. <laughs>